But here, on the very rim of known space, justice is a long way away. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian. Joining me, as always, is your co-host, Spaz. Hello. Your co-host, Julie. Hey there. And your co-host, Thorsten. Hello. Sadly, uh, Jacob was not able to join us this week. He is super busy. Uh, college and stuff. He's in college, you guys. Like, remember those days? For those of us who went to college? <laughs> <laughs> Pre-decades ago, but yeah, I remember. Decades. Half a lifetime ago. For yeah, me. right? Yeah. Ta- lifetime. A li- I, 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 I don't even know how kids do it these days. I don't even know how kids do it these days. It's more difficult now than it was for us. I can't imagine. I mean, I'm just, I just watch like that year that we had where uh, my wife taught from home. I just can't imagine what these kids are dealing with today that we didn't have to deal with 20, 30, however many years ago. Um, I, I just don't understand when people say it was better back then. Was it? Not to mention the cost. I know people that are oh, in God. grad grad school now, and one year of their college cost more than my entire degree did. Oh, for God's sakes! Something has to be done about that. Something really has to be. Anyway, we're not. We're not. Let's let's that, let's not go on that tangent. Anyway. <laughs> that's one thing i wish we could memory hole out and uh, uh, yes yes good good seg there that was that was nice that was nice well done spaz well done very very good very good bridge you built right there um so my friends today we uh have a a, a, diff- a slightly different topic uh i forget where i've got this from but i but something came up where it was like what if you could erase your memory and experience something for the first time again. Like, how cool would that be? And, um, hey, Bob. And, um, and so. Wasn't it DS9? Wasn't it DS9 that, uh, that inspired that? I'm not you sure. You have your memory wiped so that you could watch DS9 again for the first time. Maybe. Maybe that's where that came from. I mean, I would love to do that. There are some, there are some things I wish I could do that with, like DS9. But I thought we'd do that with games. Like I thought we I thought we'd talk about like what's a game or at least we'll, we'll probably talk about several today. But what are some games that you wish you could erase like carve out that specific memory of? Oh, thank you for the tip, David. That's very that's very kind of you. Thank you. It was very unnecessary, but much appreciated. Um what like what's a game that you wish you could like carve out of your memory? So you could play it again for the first time, like it was, um, like it was brand new. And this isn't going to work with every game. Like I thought about Starflight, but I don't know if forty-eight-year-old me playing Starflight for the first time would really have the same, would really get the same impact that twelve-year-old me had. Do you know what I mean? Uh, excuse me. So, so I, 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 I figured uh, some games this won't work with. Um, but I'll, I'll start because this is, you know, I, I thought I'd get the ball rolling here, but, uh, the game on the stream free space two is definitely for me, a game that 
I mean, I've played it so many times, and I played it. I I try and space out the playthroughs so I forget some of the details. <laughs> but um, Free Space Two for me is a game that I really wish I could erase and replay from the beginning. Because, guys, if you haven't played the one of the finest space dog fighters in the history, no, the the finest space dog fighter in the history of space gaming, it, it's it's not only a great dog fighter, but the story is. Absolutely astounding. Just one of, I think the best stories in gaming. Like if you, if, if you had to ask me, um, just amazing. So that would be like my first pick for a game to erase and play for the first time, because like that game, it's a heavy game. It does. It has no humor whatsoever. Uh, it's a very heavy game, but damn it. It hits all the right notes for a space opera. And it's just, oh, I'm still crying that there isn't a Free Space 3. <laughs> still crying that there isn't a Free Space 3. Um, God. God, if I won the lottery tomorrow, I'd, call, I'd contact Volition and go, how do we make this happen? You know what I mean? Um, Spaz, uh, can, do you think of at least one game where uh, if you could erase the memory of it and play it fresh, you would? Yeah, and it's a more recent uh a more recent one in that vein. And I think you'll agree with this pick, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. Yeah. Yeah, no, I do agree with it. The first time I I began playing Rebel Galaxy Outlaw was I was in awe of the thing. Because you got access to it before I did. Yeah, and and I was I was in in awe awe of the thing um because like he got so like this is why it's so crushing that they're not making games anymore because they got they got so much right with that one oh my god i yeah i remember the rush that i felt the first time playing it like oh my god they nailed it they friggin nailed what they were going for better than anyone but just about anyone before them and yeah, and that just gave me such a not an ex, not just excitement, but a comforting feeling. Like you know, you can go home again. That's what that that's what that game kind of felt like. Like I'm playing Privateer, but in 2020 or 2019 or whatever it was. Um, no, I I can agree with you on that one because uh. Damn. Uh, David, you should fl- play Free Space 1. It also has a great story. Uh, Silent Threat is also a great story, but a much more challenging game. Silent Threat is really difficult. But Free Space 1 has a great story as well. Uh, it's definitely worth playing. And it definitely makes Free Space 2 more impactful. Uh, Free Space 1 ends with an amazing mission, too. Like It's got... Uh, I, I don't even want to describe it for spoilers, but... The, the final mission of Free Space 1 is a, a box of insane cats that just works. <laughs> it's such an amazing thing. Uh, yeah, I, I if you guys haven't played, they're both on GOG and Steam. I recommend the GOG versions. Um, if you haven't played Free Space 1, you can play it through Free Space 2 with the um, uh, Gnosis Launcher. So you can get all the updated graphics and everything of the free space Two open project, but with the content of free space one. 
So it's definitely worth doing it that way. Um, but yeah, go play Free Space One as well, David, because it's really a great story. It's got one of the best intros in gaming, too. The intro to Free Space One was just chilling. You know, it, it still has that effect today. I mean, it's no iWar. I mean, nothing is iWar. Oh, my God. But uh, <laughs> best intro in gaming, if you ask me. But um, or space gaming, at least. Anyway, um, so, so uh, yeah, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw is a very solid pick because, oh, man, I remember my first few hours with that game just, just, I, oh my, I was verklempt. I was completely verklempt. I was just so awash with glee <laughs> as to how well they got, how I want to go play it right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not surprising that I went through its story over half a dozen times because, well, I wanted to. It's a good story. But, I've only done it the once. Yeah. I've only done it the once. And then I, uh, I keep playing the open stuff. I plan to do it again at some point once I've forgotten it enough. You know, uh, but that's probably gonna be another year or two before I forget enough of it to uh, to revisit it. <laughs> that's fair. So, uh, Julie, what about you? Do you have a game where if you could forget it and play it again for the first time, you would? Well, first off, I agree wholeheartedly with David because you can't choose just one. And oh yeah, of course not. We're gonna talk about more than one, of course. But like, what would oh, be your your first mm-hmm. one? I, I got a first one, and I have a space game. I'll kind of hold that reserve because I don't want my space game junkie license to be, you know, taken away from <laughs> Come me. Come on. <laughs> uh, but, see, and also, it also depends, right, if we're talking about for just the game itself because a lot of my answer in this case would depend on moments where it was like, Wow, this is fantastic. You know, like in World of Warcraft, where I first saw the Gates of Iron Forge. But there are multiplayer games where a lot of it was the people. And in this case, you really can't go home again. But my first pick for the game alone, and I'm sorry, it's not a space game. Don't cut me off. It's fine. <laughs> it's scary. Skyrim, and here's why. Oh, good pick. Because even after 10 years, even though I'm forced now when I play it uh, on mobile on my Switch so that I don't have to hide in my room where the desktop is, uh, even after 10 years, there are still things that I discover that are new. It's like I'll go in someplace and say, wow, I had no idea. But, you know, because it's such an interesting story. And after I, I saw a video once that said, like, Skyrim, after the sixth run-through and people just running through everything. And I said, yeah, that's kind of it. And now I avoid the main, the main quest line on purpose. But, yeah, that would be my, my first choice because, to me, that's one of the best role-playing games I've, I've ever played. How is it on the Switch, by the way? You know, when I first played it on the Switch, all I had, because at the time, all I could afford was a Switch Lite, and it was like, 
what does that say? What does that say? What does that say? <laughs> and uh, then I got um, uh, a couple of sizable bonuses at work for a lot of extra work I did. And I spent one of them on a switch OLED. And mm. granted, I had to fight one of the people who are one of the scalpers on Amazon for it. Oh, God. But, but. Oh, I mean, not actual fisticuffs. Well, yeah, but, but still, yeah. You, you know, you get in and say, oh, it's not your cart. Oh, it's not your cart. So uh, I was like, day one, hour one, releasing. Yeah, I am. I want it. I want it. I want it. On the new Switch OLED with the high def screen, it is a day and night difference, and it is really enjoyable. And even when you got, 65 oh my gosh i just outed myself 65 year old plus eyes like mine uh, everything is uh, clear and uh the sound is so much better and so i wow. i really enjoy it on the new oled i've never had a regular switch but the switch light to switch oled just night and day absolutely i'm gonna put that i'm gonna put that on my nintendo wish list because I have a Switch, and I'm really enjoying the thing, but I wasn't sure how Skyrim would play on it. But, but you know, I thought when I first heard this, I said, how can it possibly play on Skyrim? Because I had to buy a new computer for this to work. Yeah, back in and 2011. It, <laughs> That's how old this game is. It, it plays as smooth as a bunny's butt, and... I took wow. care of animals when I was in college to help put myself through college, and I felt a lot of bunny butts because I had to take <laughs> care of the little ones. So, yes, smooth, no hiccups. Wow. Uh, and if someone says there's a lot of errors, don't believe it, they're lying to you. Uh, I'll have to snag it at some point once it's on sale. I don't feel like spending $60 for Skyrim again. Uh, so, I <laughs> will but yeah, no, that's that's a, that's another that's another excellent pick because yeah, I mean I mean Daggerfall is still my favorite Elder Scrolls game, but those Skyrim did a lot right too. I think it it a lot of, there's a lot to complain about, but that gets fixed with modding at least on the PC. So um, so yeah, I I would I would buy it on Switch again just to do that Lighthouse quest again. Like if I could. There's another thing. If I could like scoop my brain out to do one quest from the beginning again and not remember it, it'd probably be that lighthouse quest from Skyrim. Jesus Christ. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Uh, oh my God. See, now, now I got to go look it up. I've never played a lighthouse quest. Oh, it, it will break you. It made me cry. It made me cry so bad. Oh God. Oh, oh, that lighthouse quest. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> Not thanks in that case, thanks for the warning. Already having a tough time. I'll never play the lighthouse quest if no, it's gonna make me cry. It, no, no, it's 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 tragic, but it's such it's it's such a good little piece of storytelling. You need to experience it. Seriously. It it's it's a tragic story, but god damn it's an amazing story. Like, oh that oh that lighthouse quest. Oh Jesus. Uh, I'll, I'll wait till we're going to go out and see the lights around Christmas at the local zoo. I'll wait till I'm feeling really good to do it. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's that, fair. That, that is totally fair. 
Oh man. Wait. So oh Fernando has a real oh wow. So wow, you got it just a week before being diagnosed with cancer. Damn. What Fernando, real quick, was your cancer taken care of? Like how is your how is your cancer now? Because that's 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 oh good. Oh good. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to know that. Can't just say diagnosed with cancer and then leave it. You gotta find out. <laughs> oh, fully recovered. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> thank God. All right, Thorsten, do you have a game where if you could slice it out of your memory, you would? Oh, I got a long list of games. That's fine. That's fine. We got time. Uh, uh, but my first pick would definitely uh, uh, I war. Oh. Yes. Starting starting from the from the intro you mentioned uh, uh, already. Oh. Through the flight models, the graphics back then, oh. the whole game was just great. Great story too. A really great yeah. story. Yeah, I, I felt I, fe I really felt like like being uh, treated as an adult. Uh, 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 contrast in contrast to to other games. I, uh, let's put it uh, that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would. And, I would definitely say I War was a more mature space, like combat entry than the Wing Commander games. Absolutely. I, I didn't want to mention them. Oh come uh, on! It's all right. <laughs> If I compare them, if I can compare them to the contemporary uh, uh, Wing Commander games, uh, Ivor is uh, really uh, major. <laughs> to to uh, just just to say it, it's really major and adult compared to, compared to the Wing Commander games. Uh, the whole story, and, and again, uh, the flight model alone, which was. Uh, Let's put it that way. Uh, revolutionary uh, back then. Yeah. I mean, there were there were there were other games uh, with with uh, a Newtonian flight mechanics, but they weren't as playable as as as, as the one in uh, in Ivor. And uh, I, think, I would really love to erase this game. I think play what, it again. I think what made Ivor work with the um, with the uh, Newtonian physics was. Especially when you were in the midst of co of combat, you had that combat view that you weren't in the cockpit. You were just outside with that slightly like wireframe external view, which gave you a much better grasp of your situational awareness. And, oh yes, that's another point. Yeah, and I I, th I think that is what really made Iwar special, and I think more accessible than other games with Newtonian physics is you. Because you it, it it gave you the way this way to visualize where your ship was going in a much more effective way than just putting you in the cockpit, and I think that was a stroke of genius. I got to tell you, I've been trying to drag, I've been trying to track down the iWar guys to get them on a podcast since I started the podcast, and I have had less than no luck. <laughs> I cannot get. The, I would love to oh, get the. So I would. Sad. I would love to get the guys from Particle Systems former particle systems on here to talk to them about iWar because God, both of those games were amazing. Ugh. Man, I would really love to talk to, the, to those guys. And, and right. Thanks I, really I, thanks them. I, yeah. Oh my God. Cause they were so, I, I had both, I got both the Brit. I like, 
I like bought an import of iWar because it wasn't available in the States at first, if you recall. I don't know if you know this, but it was only available in England and Europe for about a year. It was only available in England and Europe for about a year before it was re-released over here as as, like Independence War uh, with the deluxe edition with the 3D FX patch and all that. Yeah, I had to actually import it from England. Um. Because uh, it wasn't available here yet, and I'm so glad I did. So yeah, I I have probably triple dipped on that game. <laughs> oh my god! But no, that that that. That's... Sorry, god. Yeah. No, that's You're a first. great that's a great entry. That is a great entry because yeah, that game again got a lot right, like right out the gate. Like folks, if you haven't seen the I War entry, it. Graphically, it's a bit dated, but like it's a 14 minute mini movie that took up the entire first disc of the game. (laughs) And it is such a good like you want a whole series just from this movie, like not even games, just like give me a Netflix animated series based on this on this intro. It's so good. Oh, my God. It's so good. Like the voice acting is amazing. Oh, my God. (laughs) And we talk about a, a game that, that's 23 years old by now. Oh, God. Oh, my God. It's, it's that un- old, it's isn't it? It's that old, yeah. isn't it? Oh, my God. Well, the next game I was going to mention is a bit newer than that, and it's not really a space game, but we don't have to solely talk about space games on these topic shows. Uh, I would chop out Titanfall 2 from my memory and play it again for the first time because... I don't know if you guys oh, have played that campaign. <laughs> that, that, campaign that campaign. Oh, it is, I think, the best single player first person shooter campaign ever made. And I've played a lot of them and nothing comes close to the story in that campaign and and uh, and the set pieces and the writing and the 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 bond that the two main characters form. I'm getting a little overclumped just thinking about it because I cried at the end of that. Oh my God. Did I cry (laughs) at the end of that game? Um, But God, if I could erase all my memories of Titanfall two and play it again for the first time, dear Lord, I so would because guys, if you haven't played Titanfall two, it goes on sale very regularly. It's just an amazingly told. It's like six to eight hours. Six to six to eight hours, I think, is the campaign. And it is such a tightly woven story that it never feels rushed. And you feel like it used the most of its time. But it never feels like it overstays its welcome. Like all these, a lot of people want games. Oh, I want to play 100 hours, blah, blah, blah. But um, no, no, no. This is some very tight, efficient, amazing storytelling that... I've, I think I've played through the campaign three times and I, it's just such <laughs> protect the pilot. Oh, Oh God. I'm getting verklempt to get to that. I will add that a lot of games with an FPS focus, they will, because they are multiplayer focused as well. The single player campaign will just be something along the lines of, Hey, here's some tutorials for what the multiplayer is going to be. Uh, like. I hate that so your, much. 
and the first Titanfall was exactly like that. Yeah, I hate that so much. Just a bunch of matches. So, Titanfall 2 actually having a story campaign with an actual story. There you go. And a really, really, really good story. And And as part of that story, two of the, I think, best first-person shooter levels you will see in any game. The the factory and the time jumps, the time skips. Yeah, oh yeah. my god! I forget the names of the missions, I, um, but one is affecting cause, I think. But I forget the name of the one with the yeah. fact. I forget the name of the one with the factory. But um, dear lord, you guys, that that if you guys haven't played Titanfall two and you have any interest in first person shooters, seriously, get it. It goes on, like I said, it goes on sale fairly regularly. I think you can get it for like 10 bucks on sale these days. And it's also got pretty, still, it's, it's still got pretty active multiplayer. I, I logged in a few months ago just to check it out, and there are a lot of people still playing it. I mean, they're amazing, and they killed me real quick because <laughs> they apparently play all the time. Um, but there's still, and there's good co op too now. There's like a, what's it called? A horde mode? Is that what that's called? Yeah, um, yeah, it's a horde mode that's really, real. It's it's challenging. It's very challenging, but it's really good, really good. And uh, and and ah, oh, the campaign. Oh, I want to reload it just to play the campaign through again. Frontier Defense. Yes, thank you, David. That's what it's called. Um, By well the rem- way, well remembered. There's a note about that particular level, about the battery level. Oh, no, no. Yeah, apparently. You know how uh, in that level, and I'm not spoiling anything, the antagonist of the level will taunt you as you're moving through the level. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. So there's a little detail about that. If you fail to jump onto one of the platforms, her dialogue will change. What? (laughs) And she'll taunt you more for not actually making the jump. Oh, I love that! Oh, I have to do that now. You have to you know, show me like a video where you where that where that happens, so I can do it myself. Because I would love to hear that. Because she's great. That character is great, and her taunts are hilarious. I love her, and uh, oh man, <laughs> and I love that they did that. Oh, I yep. love that they spent time and effort and money doing that. Oh, I'm so sad they're stuck in like yeah. Apex Legends now, but I guess it's going well for them. So we'll probably never see Titanfall 3. Even though Titanfall 2 ends with a completely open door to Titanfall 3. That's all I'll say about it. Completely open door to Titanfall 3. But will we ever see a Titanfall 3? I don't know. I I, I hope so. Oh my god. I just want more BT in my life. That's all exactly. that's all I want. I want more BT in my life. BT is the Titan in the single player game. And oh my God, he's amazing. <laughs> okay. Now, now I think I'm going to reinstall Titanfall two and play the I'll campaign find a video for you after the stream. Yeah. After right. the stream. I, th- I think I'm going to, Oh my God. Yeah. I think I'm going to, uh, reinstall that and play the campaign again. Cause God, that's an amazing campaign. The gunplay too. Oh my God. The gunplay. And the parkour and, and everything and everything about Titanfall 2, you guys. Yeah, that whole package is that great. whole package. Oh my god! It, it, it like and you know how a lot of first-person shooters you'll stick with one gun most of the time. Like, oh, I love this gun. I'm gonna stick with this gun the most of the time. One 
uh, Titanfall 2 kind of doesn't let you do that. But two, all the guns are fun. So it's like, okay, I got this one. Oh, I like this one. Oh, I got this one down. This one's great. They're all great. <laughs> you'll you'll be switch you'll be switching guns all the time in that game, and it's fine because they're all great. So <laughs> it really it works so well. Oh, and the and the melee. Oh, just punching guys dead. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> yep. Uh, you guys, Titanfall two. Just uh I could gush and gush and gush about that game all day, but I won't. Spaz, uh, do you have another game that you could cut out of your memory if you would, if you could? Yeah, there is a there's a certain classic uh, for me that uh, I played so much when I was younger, and that would be Final Fantasy VI. Oh, now why six? A lot of people talk about seven. I don't really know a lot oh, about. A lot the, of people talk about seven. Yeah, I don't. I don't know much about the Final Fantasies uh, myself. I've only played fourteen, really, and one of the tactics games on the Game Boy uh, and the DS. No, I played the one on the DS as well. Um, but I don't know much about Final Fantasy. So what is it about six that uh, makes you say that? Well, with with six, the the stakes are fairly high. You know the the. The story starts out very simple-ish, and this was on the SNES, so of course your your sprites were very limited in, in terms of graphics, but the story was good. And at around the halfway point of the game, things really change, and it becomes a different world entirely. And that's all I could say about it without going into the spoilers of how that happens. But knowing that's coming, it changes your playthrough of how you go through the game. If you don't know that going through and you get to that point, it's a game changer. Ooh. I see why you chose that one then. Would you say that's your favorite of the Final Fantasies that you've played? It's the one I would have, uh, I would say I replayed the most. I played a lot of seven and eight and, and all the way up through 10. Uh, but I, of all of the ones previous, yeah, six, I played the most. Hmm. Yeah. Cause whenever final fantasy comes up, people usually talk about, people usually talk about seven or, uh, oh, people love seven or a lot of people love seven and a lot of people, you know, they, they, they still love six, but seven gets talked about more just yeah. because there were more properties that were, that were tacked onto it. Like the, the cameos in the kingdom hearts games or the, uh, the movie properties like advent children that uh, got tied into seven. It's, it's basically the most popular of the final fantasy properties. So hmm. yeah, that makes sense. But for me, Six is my nostalgia hole, and I want to dive back into it. <laughs> yeah, seven was the first one I had ever heard of. Uh, so that that's why it sticks in my memory at the very least. Um, yeah, yeah, aren't they doing a seven? Um, aren't they doing a yeah. big remaster of seven for the PS5? It's it's not a full remaster. It oh. is. Um, it is a lot of the sections of it. And they changed things up. I, I haven't bought it myself, unfortunately, but uh, they changed up a lot of the the graphics are obviously much improved 
current gen. Well, yeah. And uh, yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff about it. So no question it's popular and it's awesome. But again, six is one of the ones where I spent the most time. I, I played the previous ones as well. Um, the final fantasy. No, well, the first one on the NES and what was released here as Final Fantasy 2, which was not 2. Yeah, um, yeah wasn't, isn't there a thing about that? Like, wasn't 2 not 2 or something like that? Right, right. It was actually the, the fourth one. What? But <laughs> the reason why is because 3 and 5 weren't released in the U.S. until much, much later. What? They released the first one on the NES. Then they released... Uh, Four, which was, which had its uh, number changed to two here, only because it was the second one released here. Oh boy, <laughs> that's not confusing at all. Well, no. When Final Fantasy VI was released here, it was released as Final Fantasy III. So, <laughs> what? I'm not kidding about that. Yes, oh. that's true. Because it was the third one released in the U.S. Oh, did the other ones eventually make it over here? Yes. Yes, they did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, they released the third one first, and then five was on the PS1. And, of course, seven was already out. Dear Lord. Dear Lord. <laughs> oh, there have been dozens of Final Fantasy games. It's it's not just the Baneline series. So Oh, I, I'm aware. I, I was working in a um I was working in a video game store when Final Fantasy Ten Two came out. I just could not stop laughing at that title. Like well, was, it was because it was a direct sequel to. I know, but I I still couldn't stop laughing at it. Like, what? Why is it twelve? Come on, what is this? Um, I I get it, I get it, but it's, it's just that cracked that cracks me the hell up. Ten two, it's just oh my god. <laughs> All right, uh, Julie, do you have another game that you would erase from your memory if you could? Yeah, can I have two? Absolutely. All right. We're just going around one at a time, but you can talk about two. Yeah, no worries. First is now it's I I I didn't choose this just because it's a space game junkie show, <laughs> but it's I would erase the whole series, and that is Mass Effect, but especially Mass Effect Two because I really enjoyed the mm. story. Yeah, I can see and, that. And I really liked the Citadel and the Normandy. And I've actually never finished Mass Effect 3 because I heard Commander Shepard dies at the end and I refused to finish the game. But uh, I enjoyed tearing around in all the little cars. But I really liked the, I really liked the, just the story that. And so I would, it would, that would be my, second choice but my third choice would be something along the lines of what was mentioned earlier in uh the stream chat but that wouldn't be fallout two or three it would be fallout new vegas for the whole wow moment when i first walked in to new vegas and i heard the music playing and um and just 
it was again not so much the uh, not so much the storyline, but because I really enjoyed all the mods, and um, I I used to do a little modding myself for the game, so the Fallout New Vegas would be my my next choice. But yeah, that's it. Also, Mass Effect Two. I never got far in Fallout New Vegas. I tried it and it just kept crashing on me. Do uh, you know, like, is there a good modding guide for it? Like, if I wanted to try again? Well, uh, my modding guide consists of someone who used to call himself Giscard, now calls himself Nanobite Ghost, whose name is also Brian and lives in Hall, England. I don't think he listens to this particular show. But, excuse me, he told me once, he said, if I can guide you how to mod something that's arena combat in Fallout New Vegas, I can guide anybody. And he's my modding guide. But if you want to talk to him, I can always introduce you. Oh, I meant, like, which mods to install. Like, is there, like... A- yeah, I, that's why I just oh, talked to him. About? Oh, okay. That's, that's who I'm talking about. I said, uh, well, you know, what do you think? You know, and it's... And uh, so uh, I, I don't actually know about... Uh, I just talked to him, and I said, who's the modders I can trust? And also what becomes an issue is, as you know, with mods is what's compatible with something else. So I have a tendency to stick on that game with that game, just that one particular modder. Okay. That's fair. I got, I got something to add on mass effect three specifically for you, Julie, since you don't know this one of the endings, if you have done certain things correctly, it leaves a hint that Shepard survives. What? Yeah. Oh, that must be really well hidden. It's you need to have uh, you need to have certain things done. Uh, you have to have your your Paragon or Renegade maxed out, Paragon specifically, uh, and you have to make certain choices, keep everybody alive, kind of thing as many people as you can live. You also need to have your, uh, you know how the game has a, a war score, which is uh, some of the stuff that's done in multiplayer in order to uh, boost up the, the war score in various regions around the galaxy. That has to be at a certain level as well. And if you beat the game doing all of those things correctly, you get an after credit scene, which suggests that Shepard did in fact survive. Well, well, you know, I, I, I think I'd have a hard time achieving certain things just to make sure Commander Shepard died. And of all the space games I've played, that main character, Commander Shepard, is the one that I became most attached to. So I'm like, well, okay. I don't care if Commander Shepard is the only one who survives. I'm good with that. But uh, at some point, I might. Well, I never finished it. In, in this in this case, you can complete Mass Effect Three with 
all of the squaddies who are supposed to make it to the end surviving. You know, who who didn't die during the suicide mission in two or uh, who weren't fated to die by a binary choice in the previous games. All of those squaddies who can make it to three, they can survive at the end along with Shepard. That's what I'm getting at. Hmm. So it's not just Shepard survives. It's all of the team can survive if you make the right choices. Well, I have a friend that always has said, you know, and I guess this comes back to the Spock thing in Star Trek, but she always says in science fiction, nobody's really ever dead. That's true. Fair. That's that's very true. Uh, in Lower Decks, they deal with that. And the way they deal with it in Lower Decks is the funniest goddamn thing. I swear to God. Yeah, it was like, you don't want to know. The Yes, I do want to know. How did you do it? You got you blew up. How are you back? And then the character learns. We don't, as the audience learn. The character learns, and they are forever changed by the knowing. <laughs> it's so great. Well, but, consider they literally killed Commander Shepard at the beginning of Mass Effect 2. Oh, that's right. And then they... It re- starts... With then, him being killed. And then they rebuild him. They can make him better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that scene was just, like, painful. I said, oh, my gosh, that's got to hurt. So, yeah, but I said, yay! Commander Shepard isn't dead! All right, let's do it at the end of three. Oh, no. Well, as I said, you know, most of the endings, uh, if you don't do things correctly, or in a fairly specific way, but are still correct, then yeah, you'll get an ending where your war score isn't high enough and stuff hasn't been laid in place and, well, he doesn't make it, or she doesn't make it. At some point, I might replay the Mass Effect games, but with the female Shepard, because apparently the female Shepard is way better than the male Shepard. Many, many people have told me. (laughs) I mean, it's Jennifer Hale. Yeah, I know. I love Jennifer It's, it's hard Hale. to go wrong with Jennifer Hale. It really is. Yeah, I know. See, I have a tendency, if I find out, like, a character is going to die that I get kind of attached to, or if I find out there's an ending I might not be able to avoid, like in Cyberpunk 2077, I said, what? 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 I am not going to sacrifice myself for him as much as I like the actor. You know, and uh, because, wow, what a great guy. <clears throat> I saw him in a news video once, and somebody backed over his classic bike. And the, the reporters are just kind of a trying to egg him on. And he says to the woman in the car, he says, eh, if it starts, I'm okay. Okay, have a great day. I said, wow, respect. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> is Mark Mir the voice actor, David, for the male shepherd? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how much you'd want for him to say that, but like that'd be. F- I bet you people ask him to do that all the time, though. My name is Commander Shepard. This is my favorite something on the something. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if people ask him to do that all the time. 
Like, like what's that service where you pay a celebrity to say something Cameo. to you? Cameo. There's another one now I saw on Facebook. Um, and like, I wonder if people pay him on Cameo just to say that to them. <laughs> you know, like, it, it depends on the, uh, the person who is actually doing it because some of them have specific rules of, I cannot say this kind of thing. Oh, so I it depends on who's actually doing it. Yeah. I've only seen very few of those and most of them have been Robert Picardo and, uh, he is a treasure. That man <laughs> he is an absolute delight at any cameo I've seen of him. Uh, Thorsten, you got another one? Oh, yeah. Again, I've got a long list. Uh, okay. But uh, I will uh, but I will uh, stop with, with uh, Wing Commander. It's the first oh, Wing Commander, yeah. Uh, because it was the first game that really dragged you into something like a, a movie. Let's put it that way. And... Uh, I find it. I found it a, a bit sad uh, after playing it. Uh, I didn't have really any motivation to play it again. Uh, okay, I played it uh, two or three times, but uh, the replayability the replayability wasn't there anymore. Yeah, it's basically uh, you, like you, it, it's basically like yeah. watching a movie again. Is basically what that yeah. is, basically what right, that is. Right, right, right. And uh, that wasn't that wasn't. I'm I'm a great fan of of, of replayability and um, it it was great and I would like uh, to erase the experience but it's you can't you really can't uh, uh, have this, this all these those magic moments again. That's that, true. Uh, made it outstanding there. Well, okay. For the sake of argument, we'll say that to relive the moment, you're actually going back to relive it for the first time. So you're not seeing it from the eyes of all the years of experience since then. You're oh. experiencing it as you were for the first time. Oh, then I would definitely add Starflight to my list. <laughs> See, exactly. Yeah. That putting it in that context makes a lot more sense. It does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Trying to experience a game 20 years later or 30 years later when you may not even have the patience for that kind of game anymore, mm. you wouldn't be able to appreciate it. That's very true. Yeah. That's very true. I really, I really have to agree with that. Yeah, that is, that is really very true. What are some of the other ones you have, Thorsten? Since, since, uh, Julie, since Julie got two, we might as well just open it up a little bit now. <laughs> what are some of the other ones you got now? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I got another one, and that's a bit younger. In fact, it's it's one of the games uh, that brought me through through 2020, and it's a game called Heaven's Fault. That's an adventure, uh, and I'll link it in the chat if oh. you're interested in it. Um, uh, it's uh, it starts out as a science fantasy game and ends up as something different let's put it that way and you've got a lot to explore and uh i've i've it has it has a replayability uh, aspect to it and uh it's in a way uh, a bit structured like uh, the, the blade runner game from westwood uh 
Oh. So the, uh, yeah, so the, uh, let's, uh, the story does, um, um, how do I put it? Uh, it's, uh, it's newly generated uh, after every, uh, with every playthrough and uh, in, uh, in limits, of course, but uh, Really, it brought me through through 2020, but nothing can nothing can can give me the, 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 the magic of the magic and mystery of the of the of the first playthrough, where you don't know where it, where it leads to, in the end. No way, it's called I really, I really loved it. Called heaven. Again, it's a, it's, again, it's a game that, that it's a game that, that brought me through 2020. I link it in the in the chat. So is that's the one done by the Inkle people? The what? Oh yeah, Inkle. Oh, Inkle sure. Limited. Yeah, that is them. Yeah, they they do a lot of really great like games that where you can read and play the book at the same time. Wow, great oh, really? developers. Yeah, absolutely. They read the book like like they have ebooks or something of the game. And yeah, they'll do a thing like around the world in eighty days, where you control the main character. You know, and depending on what oh, you do, it's also yes. got. It's like a it's like a story. You can play a lot of their a lot of their games. Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah, they've got an eighty. That's a guy's yeah, right. Yeah, they've got an eighty days game. They've got a pen dragon game. Uh. Steve Jackson Sorcery, huh? Oh, they have an interesting list I of games here. Got the whole series. That's a that's a a great series of uh, games. I'm wishlisting that right now. <laughs> I've never I've never even heard of these. And and those are games you can even not Helen's Vault. You can I don't know if you can play on your phone, but the rest of them you can even play on your phone if you wanna. Yeah, oh. sorcery specifically. They've got uh, uh, they were on mobile before they were on PC. Oh, okay. Never even I've never even heard of these. And if you have an inkling to play eighty days around the world, it's also on Switch. Oh, okay. I, I'm slowly learning how many great games on PC are also on Switch. Uh, just quite a few. <laughs> Quite a few. Oh my god! Uh, what else you got, Thorsten? Uh, uh, well, suddenly yes, there's the aforementioned Blade Runner. Oh, good one. Which but was which was really uh, I was really fascinated uh, playing it uh, uh, for the first time because it it drew you into the same world as a movie, but. Uh, the story was was different. It was really, uh, let's say, uh, um, I, I stay I stay with different in 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 this case. Uh, it was it was uh, it was magic. <laughs> yeah, those that was really a great. Was the movie. I was, it was like uh, really trying uh, be drawn into the movie. Yeah, that's one of the games that makes me miss Westwood. Like, I loved Command and Conquer, don't get me wrong, but when they did something that wasn't Command and Conquer, it was usually really good. And uh, that was an excellent game. Did you know there are Heaven's Vault novels, by the way? 
I know I, I know that, but uh, I I haven't read I haven't read, read okay. them yet. <laughs> okay, I just saw that pop up when I wishlisted it. I saw that that was a thing, so I just wanted to let you know. Uh, yeah, the Blade Runner adventure game, which thankfully now is on GOG uh, for everyone to buy, is oh really crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it, I popped on there like a year ago, I think. Um, it's nice when GOG has an actual good old game uh, on there. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that popped on there like a year ago, I think, and it runs great. Shockingly, uh, somehow they got it running. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, they, if you guys haven't played the Blade Runner adventure game, it's really exceptional if you want to spend a little more time in that not-so-great world. As good as <laughs> I mean, it is a dystopia, so... Yeah, I know. I know. It, it's it's not a fun... I would not want to live in that world, but it's fun to, to watch and, and whatnot for a little bit, but I would not want to actually live there. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, I'm no. I'm still amazed. I'm still amazed how how good the uh, good the, the Westwood team got the atmosphere of the movie. Oh this, yeah, this, uh, and uh, many of the locations, by the way. And yeah, it they, was just, yeah. The whole atmosphere of the games was great. Oh god, yeah, they really nailed it. No question, they they really nailed the feel of Blade Runner, a, a, a feel that so many other games have been trying to capture since, to varying degrees of of success <laughs> uh, and not success. Um, I was going to mention one more. Uh, probably it's two games really, but I always think of them in my mind as one game, the uh, Star Trek interplay adventure games, uh, 25th anniversary and judgment rights. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. If I could like erase my memory of those and play them again for the, cause Oh my God. Like, really two of the finest Star Trek games ever made. Truly. Like, like if, if even if you ignore the lackluster ship combat, the rest of the game is just so good with story and, yeah, and, and place. Oh, my God. Those games were just, just, just chef's kiss. Just fucking monumental. Excuse my language. Sorry. I'm just, I get excited. <laughs> Do you have another one? Oh, of course I do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now this one, this one's a, uh, an interesting pick because uh, you'll know it because it is my favorite JRPG of all time. It's Yakuza Like a Dragon. You know what? I could see that. I could. I could see wanting to go through that again for the first time because I'm. I'm. How far? How far would you say I am through it? Story-wise, like 40%, 50%? Maybe maybe closer to 30, 35. Oh, for f- God's sake. <laughs> because What? No, just of the main story. Because there's a lot of side content that I'm including with that. And I'm That's not talking true. about the post-game stuff. That's true. There has been a lot of side content. But wow, we're only 30% through the mains. I think I've got 50, 60 hours in the game now. Oof. Okay. <laughs> when I beat the game... I was at about 120 hours. Oh boy. And yeah. that was with that was with a completionist or mostly completionist run through the game doing doing basically everything you could do. Uh and then I had another 100 hours on top of that. 
for all the post game stuff. So, and I still haven't completed the very f- true final dungeon, so to speak, uh, which requires your character's job levels to be very, very high for multiple jobs. So it's a lot of grinding to get to that point. Oh dear. <laughs> Are you still grinding? Have you taken a break? Are you still grinding through I've it? I've taken every a break again? from the game because otherwise I would burn out on it. But yeah. Yeah. I hear that. But, but I'll tell you though, uh, there's, there's a couple of grinding points that, that uh, are in the game. There's three of them mainly that you can get to the first one. You're that's the one you're already at. Uh, the next one comes up within the next couple of chapters. And then there's another one, which is a little further than that. But when you are at the third one, the vagabonds that you can kill in that dungeon are worth about 450,000 experience. Holy crap. So that's just to give you an idea of how much things scale up once you are at that level. Oh my God. So that's the reason why I've been having you do the grinding that you're doing now is so that when you are ready to take that stuff on, you, you can actually complete some of it. Right. Right. I, I don't mean to sound like I don't appreciate it, but that is, it's been some tough grinding at, at the point I'm at right now. It's been some tough grinding. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it will pay off. I, I promise you. I, I, I know. I know. It's just in the in the moment, it doesn't feel like it. You know what I mean? Like in the moment, like, oh. Yeah. Blah, blah. Yeah. But no, I get it. I get it. Um, but yeah, no, I totally understand that because like it's the first Yakuza game I've fully played, invested t- any time in really. And, and it's the first JRPG you've really invested time in. I think it is like I haven't played a lot of other I played some Pokemon if that counts, but that's I I don't know if that's really a, J, a good example. It is a JRPG. It is. It, it absolutely is. But this is the first one where you've actually devoted a whole bunch of time into it. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And, and, and I feel it's been worth it for the characterizations and the story. And God, I hated Itchy at the, in the beginning. I hated him so much. And, and now I just want him to succeed above above all against all odds, you know? So well done game writers. Uh, Why, well there's done. a sequel coming. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm very excited about that. They, they have at least one sequel to like a dragon to continue itchy story, which is great. Um, Cause apparently it did very well for them. Oh yeah. It, they originally released it as an April fool's joke. What? Do you know about that? No. That, what? Yeah. What? Yeah, they originally released a trailer on April Fools of of the characters doing JRPG combat because of course prior to this the it was all brawler combat, action brawler combat. Yeah. And right. and so they released this this April Fools trailer of what it would look like as Yakuza game being a JRPG in the typical turn-based party-based style. And then it was shared around the office, from what I understand, uh, as as a joke. And then it sort of gained steam as a as an idea. Well, maybe we should try fleshing this out because it got a very popular reception. Hmm. Uh, we want to see this happen, and then they did. Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> that is wonderful. That is that is really wonderful. Because it works. Like I played a little bit of zero, 
Um, and the brawler combat I found frustrating, um, which I know I'm going to have to deal with once we go through the series. But, which is uh, why I uh, had you start with uh, seven. Hey, Jacob. Good to see you, buddy. Jacob. Hi. Oh, yo. All right. My apologies. Uh, Let's oh, go. Oh, we started already having we? Yes, we have. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's we're, okay. we're wrapping right, sorry up pretty I... soon. Uh, oh, we have. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. No worries. No, no worries. worries. <laughs> These things happen. And especially since, hey, we are live. No worries. The choice of doing this live. No, no, no worries at all. It, it, it totally happens. Um, uh, the reason why I'm confused is because I woke up exactly a minute ago, saw 8 p.m. and thought that's when we start. That's all right. Oh, is, it, gotta... is it 7 p.m. for you since the... Since our time change, or uh, there was a time change that happened at some point. Yes, I'm sorry. No, nothing to be sorry about. Since you're here, do you have do you have a game that you would love to erase from your memory so you can play it again for the first time? Uh, actually, yes, uh, quite a few. Actually, I, I can list the uh, two out of the top of my head. Two very different ones. Okay, uh, go for it. I, there's the first one I personally love, which is Undertale. For one, uh, for two reasons. One, it's an excellent series with a, it's an excellent game with a great storytelling. And second, uh, I had it spoiled to absolute Helen back, and any memory erasure would involve that as well. Fair, better Which to is, go in not knowing anything. Exactly, I wasn't granted that for she's such privilege. The second one for similar reasons, just entirely different story. That is a uh, Final Fantasy fifteen. Final Fantasy XV is a game that a lot of people don't like, but I personally really did. Uh, if I were le- if I were less uh, less scatterbrained, I would have gone into I would have gone into more detail. But it's an interesting game in that it goes for a it kind of half commits to going <laughs> to a different approach than most uh, the most like JRPGs about saving the world from evil, where uh, you're basically on a road trip. Oh. You are you, you play as uh, you play as a man called Prince Noctis, who is exceedingly snazzy, exceedingly snazzy about uh, an exceed sorry an exceedingly snazzy twenty something who uh, ha, uh, who is about to get married and is having essentially a essentially a bachelor's weekend with the boys, the boys being his the boys being his friends and or bodyguards. Uh, so you hop so you hop in in a in a, uh, go, a gorgeous black cabriolet and go on a road trip across the country. Except the game about half commits to the actual road trip across the country and then drags you back to saving the world, which is oh. unfortunate. Isn't that the character that just had a crossover in uh, 14? Yes, exactly the same. Oh, okay. I like that character. So, so yes, you will be familiar. And yeah, you get that car in the game. Uh, you you can get... Can fly. Yeah, you can get that car in the game that can fly. And it's a pretty great car. Well, I use it as yeah, my the, mount the flying now. is a... The flying is a post-game upgrade, but for the yes, you have the regalia for basically the entire game. Well, yeah, for the entire game, you, the first seat is you pushing the damn thing to the uh, to the gas station. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's pretty great. Right, uh, so much in the same so much in the same way when I uh, managed to, managed to pass a course by coming up with, coming up with a nonsense uh, essay within within three minutes of showing up on lecture. I <laughs> guess I technically contributed the podcast. Yeah, it, it works. It's fine. It's totally. Oh boy, we we were we were talking we were talking about uh, when we started, 
we were talking about like how different it must be going to college today versus when we all went to college. It's got to be probably a lot harder and, and a lot, it's much, you know, I can't even imagine going to college today. So I, I'm sure I would have gladly contributed to that, to that conversation if I weren't asleep. Yeah, no, we totally get it. Cal, Cal, even, even, I mean, college is exhausting. Even back in, in my day, college is exhausting. Um, it's amazing how I think life gets easier after college. Honestly, <laughs> some people say it gets harder. I'm, I think, I think it's easier. See, I'm going to be perfectly frank. Uh, as, co- as interesting as college is, is my life got easier after high school. So yeah, mine too. No, hundred percent, thousand percent. My life got a zillion times be- easier and better after high school. Oh my God. Easier, better, but complicated in different ways. Yes. Yeah. yeah very true. Very true. Uh, but, but yeah, we were, we were talking about, uh, you know, how things have changed for younger people these days in cut co- with college and everything. So no worries at all. We get it. <laughs> Cause it's, 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 it's tough world these days. Um, did anyone else have anything they wanted to talk about or should we start wrapping up? I think I could throw one more in there. Go for it. So I'm heavily, heavily biased on this one, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I'm going to throw it in there anyway. Oh, well, we're all, we're, we all have a bias. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, the reason why you will become apparent when I mention it is Genesis alpha one. Oh, well, yes, yes. Wow. Good choice. I, yeah. Mm. Interesting, yeah, very interesting choice. I, I'd ask you to elaborate. So the reason why is because I am the walking wiki for that game. Oh, okay. I, I mean, literally, I wrote the guide. Yes, I, <laughs> I'm actually familiar. I've read it multiple times. I'm familiar with the game, and I know it. Well, I know it very well myself. But the the guide certainly did help. So yeah, the reason why I wanted to go through it again is because there's there's that feeling of, of dread and trepidation as you are trying to go through this game and trying to survive. And, and it's a lot different when you know what you're doing. It plays very differently because once you know what you're doing, you die a lot less. You may make mistakes and die and that's on you, not on your lack of knowledge about the game. So, Going back to a time in which you didn't know what you know now, <laughs> it, it it makes that game hit, as it would with most other roguelikes. But in this case, that one. Yeah, fully agree on that. Uh, the, the, the first uh, few playthroughs were um, horrifying, really horrifying. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> The, the, the amount of dread in this game uh, rivals a set of, of, of the first Alien movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. It has that... You that. could easily say that, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, alone, the, alone the fact that you didn't know, uh, for starters, the, uh, the decks, be- uh, not the decks, the, the, the tunnels below the, 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 the decks, and how you, how you uh, have to construct the ship and, and anything... It's uh, it was really amazing. This really amazing experience. Gotta agree. And there's a reason why I'm now. I didn't work on the game, so don't 
don't uh, read into that, but I am listed in the credits in the special thanks section of the of the game's credits. So there is a reason for that, and it's because of the guide. Mm. Lovely. Uh, if I might make one mention then, so I contributed a bit more. Uh, <laughs> no problem. Because I always kind of, maybe not a counterpoint to that, but I kind of am in the opposite boat about that exact game. Because when it comes to games of this sort, I enjoy them significantly more when I actually do know them. And Genesis Alpha 1 has the one upside of having very good, like, multi-step progression, as well as replayability over the course of multiple playthroughs. So I feel like, if anything, this is the sort of game where I would less want to be replaying, like, playing it, not knowing it now and now, but rather developing my knowledge about it further and further. You, you, and- you wish you could soak in spaz's guide oh. via osmosis and jump in as an expert that kind of thing <laughs> yes okay That's and then fair. use that expertise that totally to further fair. to further up and up the difficulty to use that uh, to create enjoyment i kind of feel the same way about starfleet too like once i finish it i am going to restart a career knowing everything i know now and try to finish every mission with one attempt that's that's my that's what I'm going to do after I finish it. Interesting challenge. It'll certainly take far, uh, far less. Yeah. <laughs> to an extent. That's why I did my platypus only challenge for Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. Ah. Knowing what I knew, trying to see whether or not it could be done, I did. I, I managed to complete it. So I'm that, still, there I'm is still an argument amazed. to be made for that. Going in with with a lot of foreknowledge and how that changes your playthrough. I'm, I'm still amazed you did that. <laughs> I don't think I have the patience to just be in a, in a, I don't think I have the patience to be in a platypus the entire time. I, I really <laughs> don't think I do. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even die that much to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I knew what I was doing, so I wasn't trying to go in blind, so to speak. Right. Um, yeah, no, I, I could not stick with that one ship throughout the... Oh, I would need to get in a coyote or a, uh, a uh, beluga as fast as possible. Something <laughs> with actual firepower, yes. <laughs> a little bit more oh, armor? My name's Rick. <laughs> <laughs> well, does anyone have anything else? Or is it a good time to cut? Uh, yes. Go I for want it. To mention, I want to, to mention... Um, uh, uh, the uh, early Lucas film uh, and Lucas art games uh, adventures, especially Monkey Island. I, I would really, really uh, love to to replay it with with a blank state uh, because mm, it was yeah, so funny yeah. and, and so many things, so many things happened uh, in in those games. I never played a lot of those because. I was in I was in the Sierra Adventures for a long time, like King's Quest, Space Quest, Police Quest, and then by the time I started growing out of not growing out of, but like maybe just being less interested in adventures, that's when the LucasArts Adventures really started gaining steam, and I was like, "Nah, what do you want to cut? Oh, nothing." Um, <laughs> uh, but no, I I know I know a lot of people have a lot of love for those like. I played like one of the Indiana Jones adventure games, which are great. Um, but that's really it. Like, did you play like day of the tentacle and loom and all those? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, day of the tentacle was, was very funny too. And, um, 
and I'm I'm not I'm not a, a, a great uh, fan of adventure games in general, but those were again I, I use this 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 word again uh, uh, they were just magical back then. This, it was uh, there was a lot of, of firsts uh, in those games. See the, the whole humor thing, and uh, I really loved them. Yeah, humor is is a tough thing to get right in a video game. And they yeah, really, right. and they really they, did they a did. great job. Yeah, they did yeah. such a great job with their humor. In that case, there is one, Torsten, that you need to look at, which is The Captain. It just released this week. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that, yes. <laughs> I have 10 hours in it so far, and I'm very, very, very much liking what's here. Mm. Oh, good. good. Good to know that you that you're into it. That uh, that's awesome. one of the that one that's one of the many games I've I've uh, got in, onto my list lately. <laughs> it, is. it was it was really it was really frustrating early that year. Uh, uh, so I think the first half of the half of the year I, I, I thought eh, there's no game coming out that I really want to play, and uh, for the last three or four months, it's there are games there are games coming out. Uh, that um, that I really want to want to play and buy and uh, on on a daily basis. It's it's really really weird this year. It's an interesting time to be a gamer. It's a great it's a very interesting time. It's a great time to be a gamer, yeah. and it's an expensive time to be a gamer. <laughs> oh, <True. yes. laughs> Because there's so much good stuff. It's like, I want that and that and that and that. Oh, and that and that and that and that. But you already have 3,000 games. Don't care. I want that and that. and <laughs> Play the games you have. You'll definitely, you'll, you'll definitely enjoy The Captain, though. It is very much in the vein of of the old LucasArts adventure games. But there are multiple endings for each of the planets. So... When you go through the game again, you can autoplay to go back to the last ending you went to. So you can replay an ending you already did without having to go through all of the events. Oh. Or you can choose to take different actions and then go for one of the other endings and then possibly end up branching off in a different direction with your. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. It's. I haven't even completed the story yet for the first time, but. I'm having a lot of fun with it and just sort of replaying and, and using my foreknowledge to figure out, Oh, this is what I need to be doing correctly to get this event to, to fire off the way I want it to, or mm. this is what I need to do to save that person that I'm trying to save because, well, an early event without even spoiling exactly how to do it. Uh, you can end up uh, turning someone into a package of meat. Sounds awful. Right. Yeah. Uh, or you can save that person. Or you can save them and then they abandon you on the planet. <laughs> if okay. Yeah. That's one of the early events. And and without going into the the how of how to reach those endings, those are possibilities for how that can play out. And each of the planetary events has multiple uh, endings for how they can play out. Oh, that's great. That's great. 
really got to take a look at that. Yeah. Uh, I yeah hope to, and I, the humor is on point. It's just very, very cool stuff. I hope to take a look at it soon, too. I did ask for a key, so I hope I get one. But I might just buy it if they don't get send me one. It's not that expensive. Um, <sighs> not like Chorus. <sighs> anyway... <laughs> I'll have to ask you how that one went later. I, oh, you know, oh, for, let's, say, uh, let's just say not well. And it, leave it uh, 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 I'm still mad. I'm still angry. Anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's all I need for now. Uh, does anyone else have anything before we cut it off? Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> go for it. Me. I'm real quick. I've got one. I It's a game I love and I wish I didn't. I'd like to forget it and keep it that way because it's also kind of a trigger for me and that's Subnautica and I just love the game and I, I kind of wish I didn't because it's kind of a trigger but it's just, I love the setting. Wow! An, an underwater game that's entirely underwater. What's not like tonight? You know, I would not I would, to like. I would love a game like that without the survival elements. Just let me enjoy the well, ocean. You know, just that, let me give me a submarine and let me futz around in a submarine. You know, <laughs> there's actually a way you can do that. But oh, what I was always hoping for is a multiplayer version of the game, but they're there just isn't one and they said there's never going to be one so so i kind of wish i didn't like the game but i i I just love it and uh (laughs) yeah when you set it to you can when you set it on god mode just to explore it's just great i might have to do that then because i'm not big into survival games as you all know uh (laughs) but uh good list of games today everybody and it, this this is a really fun topic. I think. I think it was fun to like, like chip away at what we thought we'd love to revisit for the first time. Uh, I think it says a lot about us too. The the games that we'd like to revisit. You know what I mean. And I think I'm gonna re- install New Vegas and uh, see some of the mods that are available for that thing. Because like I said, not, I, never not a good choice. <laughs> yeah, like I said, exactly. I never I never got far in it. It just kept crashing on me, but that was on my older computer. And so I just haven't even tried it on the, on the one I have now uh, with any mods. It's in New Vegas. Oh, but I'm you, don't pro- get over, you don't solve the crashes. You just get used to them. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. To, that's good to know. I wasn't aware. <laughs> so folks, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, next week, uh, a topic that Thorsten came up with uh we're going to talk about unexplored game tropes like why aren't there more games of these types and the example thorsten came up with uh to get a start at least was space rescue games there are a decent amount of rescue games but why not in space that's a good question we'll talk about that next week uh plus whatever other tropes that because there are a lot of tropes out there that they haven't made games of or they could do something with that they haven't um so that'll probably be a really fun topic. Uh, but uh, everyone, thank you so much for uh, hanging out. A very active chat today. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out in the chat with us. It's been great talking to y'all. And of course, to my wonderful co-host, thank you for uh, spending time with me today on a busy Wednesday. <laughs> and with that, we'll see you all next week, everyone. Have a good one. Bye-bye.
I'm out.